Welcome to the excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? Hey, Bill, I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing great. I hear we are going to talk about perception versus reality today. What do you think about that? Yeah, I actually really like this conversation, and it kind of tops into uh, the last podcast that we had just done um, about modifying space and the deep fakes and everything like that. And, you know, it. So let, let me start off with how this kind of came about with our podcast today so that it's a little bit more understanding as to why we're going into this. So last night, of course, I'm scrolling through Amazon on shoes, new shoes, and I realized that they have a virtual try-on, which we were just talking about this in our right. last podcast, except I was saying like smart mirrors. Well, now we have, I guess, smart Amazon where you can stick your feet out and Mm. you wiggle your feet and it actually will put a virtual shoe of what you're looking at. (laughs) Is it on on your phone? Do you see it on your phone? How does it work? So you take your phone. So I have the Amazon app on my phone and it gains access to my camera. Right. And it tells me to put my feet in like the box on the screen. Oh, okay. Okay. And then they tell you to wiggle your feet so yeah. that it it identifies your feet. And then you can scroll through the different shoe options and the different shoe colors and you can try them on, which right. I thought this was fascinating. To which right. my five-year-old then thought this was amazing and he had to try <laughs> it as well. Of course. But the interesting aspect to this where the perception comes in is that it was great that I got to do that. But when I tried on the shoe virtually the color variation from the photo that they were showing versus what was on my foot visually and virtually didn't match so even though it was the shoe that i was looking at in the picture what was on my foot it was a little bit more of a gold orange than what was shown in the picture which was a gold tan right so when i saw that i just i just moved past i was like i don't like these Right. Whether or not that's actually what they look like, or it's a it was a you know a visual li- visualization app issue. Um, right. I mean, that's like a lot of things. Like you know what you see online, and then what you see when something actually shows up can be slightly right. different. And and when does that become important? Like obviously, you when you're doing the shoot thing, you know, for me. I, I'll just be very honest. What's even more important than how it looks or the color is how it fits. And because I don't care how good it looks, if it fits horribly, I'll never wear it, you know? And, and, yes. and, and, you know, we have the same problem in our exoskeleton world. It's like, you know, you can look at exoskeleton and you think you know how it works. So you think you, you have this perception of how it works, but until you put it on, and try it out right. you really don't have a clue right exactly and that's kind of what i was thinking about when i was taking a look at this app right i mean 
at some point down the line, I would assume that Exos would be more public and consumers would be able to purchase them off sure. of Amazon. And they as well would have a kind of virtual try-on potentially. Right. And just like you said, and what I saw from doing this, if I see that the Exo, you know, let's just say it's an upper body shoulder Exo and it sticks out further or it makes me look weird right i mean correct i'm, I'm a little vain i'm not gonna lie this <laughs> okay know? um i'm gonna say eh now i'm gonna pass on that not just not order it and actually try it on and see how it fits and how it works my perception from utilizing a virtual try-on right. is going to be tainted because I'm going to be able to see a little bit of what it looks like, but not fully. And I may pass on it just because of that. And so I think perception in many different areas um, is really, really important. Right. Well, and you know, we talk to our friend uh, uh, Aaron all the time because he's always into the robotics area. And, you right. know, I see all the stuff he puts. Uh, he has a great sort of LinkedIn page with a bunch of posts and stuff. And he, mm -hmm. he's always talking about how people have this perception of what robots and automation can do. He, he uses different words, but I'm going to put it in this context. And you know, a lot of it is like people have this perception that robots can solve all these problems and do all these things. And yeah. they have trouble just picking up boxes. You know, it's right. like, you know, odd shapes, different textures, all that right. are, is still a huge challenge. And people think robots can do all these amazing mm -hmm. things and they can, but not in in not equal to what people perceive they can do. Right. And it's so funny because, um, you know, a couple different thoughts on this, right? Because when I was growing up, my grandmother used to always take a look at, you know, we'd come in with a new cell phone and say, hey, grandmom, look at this. Or we'd right. come in with a new application on your phone where it could change your voice, right? We were talking about yeah, this. Yeah, and yeah. I remember her saying to me, you know, it's it's really amazing, but scary right? to think about what you have access to versus what I had access to at my age. Right. And at the time, I really didn't understand it, but I was at the grocery store the other day and Marty goes past me in Giants. <laughs> Your favorite robot, and right? <laughs> I, yeah, my favorite robot. And, I, you know, I think nothing of it. My son thinks nothing of it, but there was um, an older woman with her husband and they saw Marty and they looked at it and she looked at her husband. She goes, that's weird. Yeah. Right? Right. So, you know, the perception of me is, oh, that's normal. Right. Because I've, I've grown up with it. I've, I've seen it. I've had access to it before. And it's been taught to me as being normal. Whereas other generations are looking at this and they're going, oh, wow, that's weird. All right. So, so you're, you're opening up the can of worms here. So let me tell you my story on this. <laughs> Go ahead. So this this is a little bit perception reality, and, and this is, uh, you know, maybe change the words, a little bit of imagination versus reality. And sometimes mm -hmm. your imagination does become reality because I grew up right. in the in the era where, you know, the original Star Treks were on TV. Oh, okay. And um, fast forward to when my son was born, He's never known a world without an iPad. 
you know right yeah and and you yes. know this was this was fantasy technology that they had mm-hmm. things like this on star trek and and similar types of right. shows and we we never thought anything like that could you know really you know this is this is hundreds of years in the future and yes. you know few decades and here we are with something like mm-hmm. that and and he he right. thinks nothing of it and to me it's oh, like yeah. how could this be possible sometimes you know Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we go, um, you know, we, we visit my parents pretty frequently because they lived just down the street from us. And there was a, a situation where my son had, we never really watch regular television. We're either watching Netflix or we're watching Disney or YouTube sometimes. Right. As long as we're monitoring. Monitoring. That. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. and my, my father was sitting on the couch in the living room. My son went in to say hi to Pop Pop, and my dad had the television on. Right. And he turned on Thomas the Train Engine, which was on the Disney Channel, and a commercial came on. And Declan goes, Pop Pop, get this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Commercials are just not a thing. Right, thing. Or right. Or if they are a thing, typically on YouTube, you can skip the ad in three seconds. Right. And my... My father had to explain to him, Declan, you can't skip this. These are commercials. Right. And my son just had never, he was like, commercial? Like, what is a commercial? Like, pop, pop, you're going crazy. Like, just skip this. I don't want to watch this. Right. Fast forward. Um, again, so similar to your situation where your son, my son, they've never grown up without an iPad or an iPhone. Right. And it's just, it's very interesting. Or... Going back to my school age times when we would have math tests and right. they tell us that we couldn't use a calculator. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, nowadays, it, you know, because the, the thing was, well, you're not always going to have a calculator on them. And I remember when iPhones came out, I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. guess what? Guess what? I got a calculator right. all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, you know, putting this into simpler forms for people that, you know, may not have, ro- you know, think about exos wearing exos or having access to exos or maybe have never even seen an exo it's not just us as humans with perceptions right and i'm gonna put this really funny for you do you remember when the autonomous shark robot cleaner came out yes in your house yes okay yeah um and it's the ro- the Roomba type robot. Yeah, type. the Roomba. Yeah. Because if you think about it, your animals had a perception right. of this thing, right? Right. You brought the Roomba in. You have some videos of cats and chihuahuas and different dogs that are sitting on it. Right. You know, they're just like, oh, this is great. You have yeah. other ones that are looking at it and they're growling and they're barking or they're hissing. Right. And then you have other ones that hide. Right. Um. So it's really funny. It's not just a human reaction. It's a change in environment that we perceive, they perceive as either a fight or flight or acceptance. Right. Well, and it's it's very interesting. And the thing with like, you know, like the Roomba, now you sort of have outside versions of these. So you have Mm -hmm. robotic lawnmowers and stuff like that. And you're getting more robotic type things in agriculture and a lot of other areas where these things are getting, I'll say semi-automated, you know, just like Mm -hmm. for your inside 
Roomba type vacuum, you know, for outside for your yard. You can program a virtual fence and your lawnmower right. will do its thing. You know, I'll I haven't tried I haven't tried one yet, but you know, they look very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean perception is key and we've you know, we've seen different videos of of technologies that have been utilized and, and put out there and seen how the public will react and exos are but exos I find to be interesting, right, Bill? Because it's not as if I go to the grocery store right. and I see a customer walking around with an XO. Right. I, I, I've never seen someone stacking the shelves with an XO. I, I have a feeling at some point that might be a thing. But right now, XOs, in my mind, right. Right, are something that are behind the scenes. I don't see them. Yeah. Um. I, I. You know, they're typically used in different industries where it's manufacturing or it's construction or it's some type of military aspect or it's public safety. Right. Um. Potentially. So. Yeah, and I think you're right I about know that. What it is, it, it's very much so a hidden. Unless I see Iron Man, <laughs> or you know, I see the new uh, Black Panther movie where they have an XO, or yeah. I see, you know, the new Hulk animation where you can be made into the Hulk as their new amusement thing with, um, I think it's a Universal, but right, like those XOs are still kind of behind the scenes a little bit. Well, and we're we're talking like I was just at a, a public safety robotics conference in Texas. It was uh, uh, their big Texas robotics uh, public safety summit, and it was a great mm-hmm. great meeting. And you know, we were talking with a lot of first responders, uh, law enforcement, fire, EMS, corrections. You know, you name it, uh, they were kind of there. And most of the technology right. they were looking at uh, at this summit was was around drones. But we had some exoskeletons there, and we were talking with them. And, you know, one of the things that came up, and, and we've heard this from other responders, and it kind of goes to your comment that these things are hidden, is that, you know, the, the responders in general would rather have this technology integrated into their existing uh, kit, their existing gear. Right. Versus having mm-hmm. this on the outside or one more thing to wear or, you know, having to right. deal with the integration of it with their other gear. So, I, and, of and, and so what I'm trying to drive at is exoskeleton, the technology may, in a sense, be integrated into stuff more and mm-hmm. more in the future versus being sort of at the like a movie set where it's sort of out in front mm-hmm. and you're trying to show it off kind of thing. Right. And like, you know, I was I was also thinking about this the other day too, Bill. When you're integrating an XO above your PPE or above what you're wearing versus it being integrated in what you're already utilizing. Right. Let's say you're in a situation and bomb squad shows up, yep. police officers show up, there is a huge event going on. You're in the middle of this. You are scared. You don't know what to do. And all of a sudden the people that you see as helpful show up wearing these exos, <laughs> but you don't know what they are. Right, right. Um, you know, you could have people that take a look at that and go, holy, like, what the heck are they wearing? Like, what is it? And it could cause... For cause cause issues, yes. So we Correct. had... You know, so, again, it's the perception. So we had... It's funny. We had uh, a conversation with a gentleman from a New York Fire Department. 
Uh, and he was, we were talking specifically about, uh, they have some robotic dogs, you know, the, the spot type dog from Boston dynamics or the other Mm -hmm. companies that make the dogs. And, uh, what they've done is they, they've worked with their community and, and the news teams and stuff like that to kind of introduce this and, and tell the community, what do we have? What do we use them for? All this education. Things. And right. here, here's the greatest thing. And I got to I got to see this someday. They've they've actually you know how like uh, at least the Boston Dynamics uh, dog is like yellow. Some of the other companies yeah. are different colors. But if mm-hmm. you if you can picture that they've taken that and they've painted it. And guess what? They've painted it. It's a Dalmatian. Please tell me it's pink. No, it's, oh, it's a Dal- <laughs> fire department, right? So they've <laughs> got a awesome. Dalmatian spot. And then I believe he was That's saying they fantastic. also play- painted one that looks like a fire truck. So, again, making, really cool. making it more mm-hmm. friendly and acceptable to the public mm-hmm. because it is about managing what people expect. It is. It is. And, and, you know, the firefighters, they went through this probably a decade or two ago where – in situations where there were fire in homes, children were hiding from them. Right. Because they were afraid of them because they didn't know. That's true. What a firefighter uniform looked like with the helmet. Right. And I know from a very early stage, my son goes to daycare, that they have police and firefighters that visit the daycare twice a year. Mm. And the firefighters actually put on the uniform. Right. To show the kids in a calm environment that if you are in a fire and a firefighter comes in, this is what they're going to be dressed in and that right. you should not be afraid. Right. But again, right, Bill, it comes back to the education so that it becomes normal. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing with this perception versus reality. It's great. I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of like the augmented reality and all these things that that kind of help us out. But we also still need to keep this in person, you know, touch it, feel it, try it on, because that gives you so much additional information that you can't Mm -hmm. get from just looking at something on a screen. Right. Right. And the first time that you experience anything is key. Right. Um, you know, it's those core memories. I mean, I I know <laughs> my grandmother used to always be petrified of the dentist because the first time she went, <laughs> it didn't she go had good. a tooth pulled oh, Lord. with no Novocaine, oh. you know, because she lived in Ireland. Right. Um, you know, my first experience with a dentist was like lollipops and gifts and toys and free toothbrush. And right. So I would look at her and be like, I don't understand why you're afraid of the dentist. Like, they're right. the best people ever, right? Right. They're great. Um, but again, <laughs> it's your first, it's the first time that you interact with something you want it to be positive. But there also has to be that layer of education, right? And that that goes on as well. So you know, perception again is just such a it's such a huge topic and something that just continues to need to be, in my opinion, discussed and talked about, so that people can understand that you know, exos are they're they're there to help, right? Um, you know, whatever situation you're in, they're there to assist the individual that is wearing them um and that it isn't something that you should be afraid of 
Right. So, you know, I think in, in future we'll be able to have more like trainings and things like that on this bill. But um, thanks for letting me uh, talk about my shoe try on with Amazon. And uh, you should definitely check it out because I it will, is definitely an experience. <laughs> I, I will definitely give that a shot. Thanks so much, Nora. Great talking to you. Yeah, you as well, Bill. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.